This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, July 4th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, happy 4th of July. Dylan, happy 4th of July. We are uh, recording a day early. It is, it is not 4th of July for us right now in this instant, but we are putting a show together uh, for 4th of July. I want to make sure that we do not miss a day even on the holiday. Uh, might, might make this one quick. Uh, not super quick. We'll, we'll still run down these games. We'll but try. We'll I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, you got any uh, sweet 4th of July plans? Uh, no. I, 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 I got to work, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's also part of why we're uh, recording early. We can have a, a weird recording schedule next few days, but there will be episodes Monday through Friday, as always, for sure. I can tell you uh, what I did do. Well, yeah, what did you do? I, I I bought some baseball tickets. Oh, did you? Yes. Well, what are you gonna go see? Um, I believe uh it's the thirtieth to the thirty first. We've uh Pirates and Brewers. Yeah. It's Jimmy Nelson bobblehead day. Ah, oh, that was enough to sell you on it. It helped. Yeah. I mean, did you uh did you use our friends over at SeatGeek.com? I did, and I saved twenty bucks using the promo code Streams. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, that'll be another thing where we look forward to your tweeting out pictures of what you eat in your bobblehead. <laughs> I mean, Follow Matt uh, and his trip to Milwaukee, apparently, on Twitter. It's a Jimmy um, Nelson bobblehead, so I like the idea of it, but I'm afraid it's going to be disappointing when I actually get it. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think he's a particularly characteristic-looking person. I mean, only, I don't... I've seen him pitch a little bit and seen, like, his profile photos and whatnot. I don't think he has that many, like, defining characteristics. I, I'm trying to... I'm not meaning it in a mean way, but he's a pretty general-looking guy, wouldn't you say? I, I I really like that you just, like, totally, like, skipped over my joke. Oh, yeah. I Sorry. I, I had opinions about how Jimmy Nelson looks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to, to run you into the ground. Um... So let's look at, at Monday, uh, the fourth. There, the because of the holiday, the play times are real screwy, and so for DFS, it's kind of weird. There is one real early game. It's going to be Milwaukee in Washington. They play that uh, 11 a.m. Nationals game on Fourth of July. Yeah. That's going to be Junior Guerra and Max Scherzer. That's a cool matchup. Um, we're going to not really talk about it for DFS purposes, but if you want to pick on Max Scherzer, we're all about it with lefties. Actually, we don't think that's bad. And then um, there's four evening games that uh, stick out, too, and I think we're going to ignore those also. Uh, it's, it's a four-game slate. Uh, it's a little weird. Um, but we're going to concentrate on these ten games in the middle from uh, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., it uh, looks like. And so uh, plenty to pick from there. Um, all right, Matt, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, starting at catcher in, in that chunk in the middle. For 4th of July, what are you thinking behind the plate? I had a bunch of options, actually. I was kind of surprised. Okay. Did well at catcher. What are you thinking? Okay, I'm starting with Brian McCann versus James Shields. Yeah. Uh, James Shields, who won a game last time out, not doesn't have the reputation for being a lock of being terrible, but I agree. I'm sorry to pick on him. The thing is, he doesn't have a platoon split, but he's awful against both sides, so it's, he's been so bad, it's like totally skewed his numbers. I'm not quite sure what to make of it, so I'll... I'll be picking Yankees with the platoons, but just to be on the safe side, I'm not going to go, you know, sure. 
you know, both sides of the plate, I, I don't think, on, on Monday. But, uh, yeah, I feel safe about McCann versus Shields. Yeah, I, it's not really sure what to do with Shields, but, you know, one start can't change your opinion entirely. No. Yeah. Well, so three start, three crap, you know, with four crappy starts can, but one good start can't. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Next up, uh, Stephen Vogt versus Ricky Nolasco. Uh, yep, I'm all about that too, for sure. I've er, if he sneaks in there, we're going Evan Gaddis versus Wade Miley. Yeah, him against a lefty is is real fun. I like that. I didn't have that written down, but that's a good call. He has not been great this year, but uh, Wade Miley has been worse. So Gattis, he's been fine against lefties. Yeah, that's where you'd like him for sure. Next up, uh, Cubs catcher versus one Cody Reed. Whoever it is, it's probably Ross or Contreras. I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure how they break it up. I know they want Contreras catching at least twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I know they if it worked Montero against him, my guess is Montero would sit against the lefty and they would go for the Ross or Contreras. I'm kind yeah. of rooting for Contreras. Contreras has more upside, but the truth is Ross has hit lefties this year. I don't know that that's you know, sustainable or predictive, no, but he I has. Don't, I don't, no, it's first off, he's never done it before in his 87-year career, so I don't really see him continuing to have that degree of success. I'll give you that, sure. So, I don't think he's suddenly figured out how to hit lefties, but he has this year. Fair enough. But either way, yeah. I, I'm I would personally I would rather have Contreras than, than Ross. Yes, I agree. Um, except uh, Giants catcher versus one Tyler Anderson. Yes, I like that actually. I had that too. And I think I think it's about it for me. Yeah, that that one is in San Francisco. Wish it were in Coors, but Tyler Anderson's left-handed, and so both the right-handed uh, Giants catchers should be fine. Um, you had all the guys I had. I didn't have more than that, but that is still plenty of options to go with behind the plate. There are places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, how about first base? I had four names. How many did you have? I had five. Okay. I, I guarantee um, it. I know the one we're different on. I guarantee it. Okay. Did you have David Ortiz get Nick Martinez? Yes, I did. Of course. All right. Green light there. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it should be just great. Home of Fenway, Nick Martinez. Martinez, you know. Um, the high floor one I wrote down is John Jaso getting Carlos Martinez, um, just because Carlos Martinez does struggle with those lefties, and John Jaso just gets on base against righties really well, so that's a good matchup for him to get on base a few times. Not a lot of power, not a very high ceiling, but if you want a guy that'll not give you a zero, I think it's uh, John Jaso at first base. Um, I wrote Justin Borg and Matt Harvey. I know you're ready to pick on Matt Harvey, right? Yes, yes I am. I'm... I'm not personally that excited about picking on Matt Harvey, but I think you can. I think that's all right. Um, and then I actually wrote down Freddie Freeman getting Jared Eikhoff. Do you like that? I do. Yeah, pick, picking on Jared Eikhoff, which if you're going to pick on Jared Eikhoff, it's with a lefty, and there are not many Braves lefties to be excited about. But there aren't. I don't, I don't often pick Freddie Freeman, but it's hard to ignore that uh, platoon split that he can use. Right. So uh, I have that. Um, who did you have at first base that I did not have? Ertan, uh, Albert Pujols versus Matt Moore. Totally fine with that, actually. I, I thought about it and didn't write it down, but I, I would not hesitate there. Fair enough. Speaking, speaking of the Angels, 21 runs the other day. Yeah, uh, including one giant frame against uh, <laughs> against the Red Sox. Um, Clay Buckle start, of course. <laughs> I almost tweeted something that was like, man... We didn't cover the weekend games, but if we did, boy, would we have recommended Carlos Perez and CJ Crone. I'm sure somebody in DFS, you know, won a bunch of money in some GPP by having both of them. But if you, 
I don't know. Was there anybody that picked both of them in DFS that wasn't just like a Homer Angels fan <laughs> that just picked him? Like, I don't know. CJ Crone has some pop, but how often do you pick him? Uh, and then Carlos Perez, like, you know, that's one of those weird DFS things. You can't really predict that. Um, not, not known for their production. And then they had crazy games for sure, but that's kind of fun. It's also, yeah, if you're playing GPP and you didn't have either of them, you're like, well, I, you know, th- those two guys that just changed the slate that day. Anyway, uh, you had Pujols. Any other first baseman for you? What about James Loney versus Tom Kowar? Okay, what's your thought process there other than just the aggressive platoon split? Yeah, pretty much. Kowar has been awful against lefties this year. Uh, OPS against well over 840. And mm-hmm. Loney has been competent. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good word for James Loney, is yeah. that uh, he has been competent. Um, He's a lefty and, first baseman who's probably going to get in there. And yeah. I think he, he hits high enough in the order where he matters. You know, they're not going to be sure. better eighth, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with it. it. It's I mean, I said John Jaso, and John Jaso's better than that, but it's okay to go cheap at first base of places. And, I think I'd rather have would be. Tony than Jaso tomorrow, honestly. Uh, I I wouldn't go that far um, at all, but mm-hmm. but I can see it. You're just you're just you're stressing not even that Loney's great. You're stressing that Coley struggles with lefties, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. Um, any other first baseman for you? Yeah, that's it. All right, what are you thinking at second base? Second base. I'm starting with Brian Dozier versus Sean Maniah. Uh, absolutely. Sean yeah. Maniah has has talent, but has certainly struggled in the major league so far. And it's yeah, left-handed. Against, so. against a very specific type of hitter. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, well, on Brian Dozier, I haven't kept track of this, but I saw it the other day. He had some crazy, like, games in a row with an extra base hit. I don't think it's still going, but it, he had like nine games in a row, maybe ten plus of an extra base hit. I don't know. Uh, dude's hitting well, is the point. Dude's on fire. Uh, start of the season slow, but yeah, I, I big thumbs up for me. Is there any other thing that uh, stood out to you about Dozier? Do you want me to like rattle off his stats, or are you like just ask? Is it just that he's right-handed and Manaya can't handle righties? Uh, no, it's, he's also had some success against lefties. Oh well, also yeah, Dozier crushes lefties too. So, uh, so it's good on both sides, right? I'm confused. Manaya's a lefty, is he not? Yes. I'm saying that is a lefty that has struggled with righties, and Dozier is a righty that has crushed lefties. So Correct. it's, like, positive on both sides. Yeah. There's there's no hesitation for this. Yes, we we are agreeing. Exactly. Um, sorry for making that more confusing than it needed to be. Really um, cool. <laughs> that is on me. Um, who else do you have at second base? Jose Altuve versus Wade Miley. Sure. I'm totally fine with that. Let's talk about pay for Russian lefties. Yeah, he's got an OPS over a thousand lefties this year. Yeah, he, he's uh, a monster, and I like Wade Miley, but he has struggled this year, so I'm fine with that. And speaking of OPS over a thousand this year, uh, Robinson Cano gets Lance McCullers. Yep, a little more traditional hitting righties with that that way, but awesome, totally fine. Lance McCullers has been very okay, you know. Worked down Ben Zerbers versus Cody Reed. Uh, sure. Yeah, I, I'm down to for the Cubs to pick on Cody Reed. I think that's going to be just fine. Yeah, I think so too. Derek Dietrich versus Matt Harvey. Sure. I, I'm not. I'm not as aggressive about picking on Matt Harvey as you, but I, I do love Derek Dietrich always and forever. My my ridiculous cheap pick of the day who might sneak in there. Okay. Uh, Daniel Descalso versus Jake Peavy. Okay. Is that just wanting to pick on uh Jake Peavy? Oh. Um, Kelso is in fact left-handed. Peavy's in fact right-handed. 
PD's been awful against lefties. And when I say awful, I mean, like, good God, like, awful. Okay, sure. And this coast has actually been pr- pretty confident against, better than confident against lefties this year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or against righties, you mean? I apologize against righties, yes. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. Uh, I don't have any faith in Daniel Descalso, but I really like, uh, especially in GPP, really obscure, you know, uh, unpopular names, and I don't think anybody's going to pick Descalso, you know. So if he gets in there, uh, I think that there, there's always value in a good matchup that everybody's shied away from. So uh, I, I I like that, actually. Uh, he'd have to, you know, get in there. But if he does, that's interesting. I also wrote, I had two names you didn't. I have Dustin Pedroia getting Nick Martinez. Uh, it's righty on righty, but Pedroia's at righties really well. I assume you're okay with that, too. Fine, I guess. Yeah, you're not huge on Pedroia, but he's having a great year. He's healthy, so yeah. things are going well. And then uh, Rugno Dador getting Rick Porcello. I'm not. I think Rick Porcello settled into being very okay also. Um, and Rugno Dador can definitely hit righties. Do you like that? Yeah, I like it a little Okay. Um, so, I think Porcello struggles the other way. He struggles with righties, not left. Uh, I did not look that close. Um, I, I, I'm more sh- uh, settled again on the, the hitter split there. That, that Odor has just been so good against righties quietly. Um, but but I like that. Um, and Porcello that's just kind of cooled off to be in whatever. Accurate. Um, okay, how about uh, third base? Uh, how many guys did you have there? Four. Okay, I have five. Um, let's see if I can get yours. Did okay. you have Evan Longoria getting Tim Linscombe? Did. Yeah. Uh, it's righty on righty. It doesn't matter. Longoria's been awesome. Linscombe continues to be not very good. Uh, do you think Tim Lincecum is still pitching for the Angels on August 1st? Who would they replace him with? Yeah, I think that he's not good enough to, but he definitely still will be. I think they might as well keep trotting him out, right? I just, I, if, if you're already like turning to him, that means you probably don't have any other options to begin with. Yeah, he was kind of a depth sign already. So, I... I, I think my answer is yes, but oh my goodness, uh, it has not been great. So Evan Longoria uh, should be just fine. Um, I wrote down Kyle Seeger getting Lance McCullers. If you pick him out, are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. I have our boy Johnny Peralta getting John Neese, righty on lefty. Yeah, only righty on, not, not, not a switch hitter, in fact. Not a switch hitter. Uh, right-hander getting uh, John Neese. Uh, Chris Bryant getting Cody Reed is like the super expensive pick of the day that uh, is... Uh, quote-unquote obvious, but uh, going to be just fine. Uh, if you can afford it, I'm all right with that. And then um, I wrote your boy Todd Frazier getting CC Sabathia. And Todd Frazier only hitting like 200 on the air, but he has been uh, particularly better against lefties. Are you okay with that one? I guess. Yeah. I have, I'm trying to get you because you like you're not sold on CC. And I'm like, this has got to be the spot. I'm also not sold on the White Sox, so they kind of cancel each other out. That's true. That's true. Um, I, I like Frazier against the lefty, for sure. Um, were there any third baseman you had that I didn't mention? Yes, Travis Shaw versus Nick Martinez. Okay. Yeah, I, I did forget Shaw. Shaw's really cooled off, um, but I think Nick Martinez is bad enough and the Red Sox will score enough runs that uh, could be just fine. Um, okay, how about shortstops for you? I didn't have very many names, but I had a few. Yeah, it's not a great shortstop day, but... Uh, uh, I have cheap and I have expensive. What do you think in a shortstop? Okay, I'm going to start. Who are your expensive options? Uh, Carlos Correa gets Wade Miley. That's righty on lefty. And if you want to play for pay for Carlos Correa, that's totally fine for me. I think he'll score runs against Seattle. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that many. I didn't have very many expensive options, really. I, I went mm-hmm. mostly cheaper. Yeah. Uh, starting with Eduardo Nunez versus Sean Manaya. Yep, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I forgot. I forgot him, but uh, the Eduardos, any of them, and they, they like to hit lefties, both of them. So. They do. Um, and Nunez actually started, uh, let off, and started at DH on Saturday. Oh boy, yeah, that infield's crowded and kind of messy, but uh, interesting though. There, it's not like the there there is some crowded and messy lineups that kind of like make me get ugh, but uh, that one's actually pretty good. So Nunez seems to play just about every day. Yeah, they they both work their way in there a lot, Nunez and uh, Escobar, but Nunez is a little more reliable one. Uh, Javier Baez versus Cody Reed? I didn't have that, and I totally should have. Good pick. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I'm a big Baez fan. I'm, I'm I know you are. He should be when he gets the lefty. He gets the Reds, like, and he's been playing a lot. Like, yeah, he, there's a good reason to be a Baez fan. You know, you, you can slot him in just about any position. You know, he's turning into the uh, the Dominican Brock Holt, except better. He's, yeah, they're playing him everywhere because they like him. He's He's been playing closer to every day. Yeah. Um, depending on how the outfield situation goes, he'll play third base while Bryant goes to the outfield uh, to fill in. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, when they were talking about all these Super Cubs prospects coming up, he has the highest power ceiling. I mean... Higher than uh, Bryant and Schwarber? Uh, maybe the profile is just a little different. I don't know. And, and we're talking about just in terms of raw strength, I don't know. Maybe it's just amplified because he's a shortstop and everybody goes like, oh, for a shortstop, he has so much okay, power. Okay, that's probably what it was. Yeah. That might be it. Uh, it's still crazy power. The problem is he might not make enough contact, but he had, like, easy, like, 30, 40 homer potential. Like, crazy power thing, but also just might whiff 200 times. And uh, the bigger problem was that he had the lowest floor of all of them that he could most easily fall on his face, you know? Whereas they felt uh, Addison Russell had the best chance of being a major leaguer. Like, there's just no way he was going to outright fail. You know, maybe not be a star, but no way he was going to outright fail. They were like, oh, Javier Baez could easily just, like, have the floor fall out on him strikeout-wise and not be able to perform there. Uh, That said, he's been doing pretty all right, and uh, the power is there, especially against lefties and the versatility and everything. Uh, Man, the Cubs have a lot of options. Man, the Cubs are going to be good for a while. Um, Yeah. Uh, so Javier Baez, I, I definitely, I mean, power is the most intriguing of tools if you're going to pick a guy to have one, you know, even if it's volatile. Um, so, yes, maybe he did was not regarded to have better power than Schwarber and Bryant, but I don't think it was far off. He, his power was never in question, just the fact that he might whiff a million times. Um, anyway, he gets Cody Reed in the Reds, and yeah, thumbs up over here for sure. From the guy who said he wanted to keep things brief today. Yes, sorry. I'm turning, I'm turning into, I'm being verbose. Um, uh, brevity is not a strong suit of mine. Who else do you like at shortstop? Well, I had Andres Blanco versus Joel De La Cruz. Okay. Uh, because you like Blanco or mostly picking against Joel De La Cruz? Uh, a bit of both. Yeah. I think that's totally fine as well. Um, I only had, uh, actually I had two shortstops uh, that we didn't mention. Um, okay. You can go Aledmus Diaz against John Neese. That's righty and lefty. I assume you're okay with that. Yeah, John Neese has not been great. I think the Cardinals have scored plenty of runs against him. Um, and then if you want another cheap option, uh, Brad Miller, or Pal Yancey calls him Bad Miller, gets Tim Lincecum. And Brad Miller just 
can run into one, can get you a homer, could steal a base. There, there's not a, a huge ceiling there, but at least a few ways he can contribute. Um, I think he's totally a fine, uh, cheap option. I'm going to go with Brad Miller. Um, all right, and in the outfield, Matt, what are you thinking in the outfield? I have a ton of options. Perfect. Who are your favorite options? Okay, favorites? Yes. Well, Colorado lefties versus Jake Peavy. It's Blackman Absolutely. and Cargo. Yep. Yep. So, I like the Minnesota righties versus Sean Manaya. That includes uh, Miguel Sano and Robbie Grossman, the switch hitter. Yep. Love Robbie Grossman. Big fan. Uh, why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Red Sox outfield, that's Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley Jr. in particular versus Nick Martinez. Yes, like that a lot. Bradley has the split, Betts does not. I don't really care. Yeah, they're both going to do just fine against him. Except you could talk me into Oswaldo Garcia and uh, Corey Dickerson versus Tim Lincecum. All right. I, I We hadn't picked Garcia uh, really as a, a raised guy yet, but, but I like it. Yeah, he's uh, a raised guy, and he's left-handed. Yeah, no, I, I I like it. I'm in. I just was like, yeah, we haven't really done that yet. But uh, picking on Tim Lincecum, I mean, I picked Brad Miller, so I'm into that. I can do just fine there. I, I wrote down the Pirates lefties versus Carlos Martinez. It's Matt Joyce and Gregory Polanco. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to attack Martinez, it's with lefties. Yes. I just I don't I don't see either of them having a huge huge day. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, Martinez isn't awful. You know, he's a pretty competent pitcher. But but that weakness is there. I don't. I'm just not typically that excited about the Pirates offense. Are you? No, not really. Has some interesting players, but as a whole, I'm like okay. Uh, next up, some of the individual guys I kind of like. Uh, Odubel Herrera versus Joel De La Cruz. Yep, absolutely. Actually, there's another option in the Philly outfield now. Oh really? Yeah. Who uh, are you excited I, about there? My, my guy, Ashy Cody. Uh, Cody Ashy is is playing outfield. He's a very okay guy, but I think that's more than you can say a lot about a lot of the guys they've been running out there in the outfield. He's a so, lefty who sneaks in there, and he should play against De La Cruz, who is you know a guy. It, yeah, uh, against De La Cruz, I'm totally fine with that, and it's in Philadelphia. Good part for it. Um, I think that's a, a option that won't be popular, but it is totally viable. Can totally play. Mm-hmm. So. Except I have, uh, my, my guy, Mac Williamson, versus Tyler Anderson, righty on lefty. Yep, you have me starting to write those down. He hit one, like, 460 feet on Saturday. So, yeah, I'm like, go, go, Mac, go. Yeah, uh, might only play against lefties, but that you in GPP, you're okay with that. Absolutely. I wrote down the Yankees outfield versus James Shields, but I don't really believe in it. Um, I'm not sure Carlos Beltran is healthy. Yeah. And you not believe in it because it's proven winner James Shields and you're scared of picking against him. That that has literally nothing to do with it. It's just the, the Yankee, you know, Gardner and Ellsbury have just been so mediocre. Yeah, they're not that inspiring. There's skills there undeniably, but they're not that inspiring. So you could talk me to George Springer versus Wade Miley. I like that a lot. And actually, one of my favorite picks today is Stephen Piscotti versus John Neves. That was like the last name I had left uh, that you hadn't mentioned, but yes, that's that's huge for sure. A big believer in that. Also, uh, I think we should note that Josh Reddick is, in fact, back, and he gets freaking Alaska. So why not, right? I guess. He's probably not going to cost much because he's been gone for so long. Yeah, uh, but there's count there, and Ricky Alaska is, is not bad. But it finally gives us another A's uh, option against righties, and it's Josh Reddick. <laughs> the inconsistent, you know, Josh Reddick could, you know, it's not going to shock you if he hits two home runs, but it's also, you know, not... He, he can be pretty 
whatever. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll keep an eye on him. We really like him. Um, the only outfielder I had that you didn't mention that I really like is, uh, and it's real dumb, uh, Mike Trout getting Matt Moore, righty on lefty. Oh, uh, I mean, Mike Trout, always an option, but especially so when he gets a lefty. Uh, I like that uh, enough that I would at least consider it. There aren't many days that I would pick Mike Trout against a righty. Um, not because he can't do it, but, you know, obviously just trying to get value out of it, which is hard to do when you're picking those best players, but... Today's a day where I would actually look about trying to build a, a lineup around Mike Trout. But, yeah, I really like George Springer. I really like Stephen Biscotti, uh, Mac Williamson, uh, Odebell. There, there's a bunch of options. There's places to go. Um, and then let's try and uh, pick some of these pitchers. Um, I know we, we just picked, you know, I, I just said Mike Trout and whatever, but would you consider Matt Morgan the Angels? After they scored 21 runs against the... against. The, I, oh, yeah, that's Sox? true. That's true, the on-fire. He's got to look out for C.J. Crone and Carlos Perez, who we mentioned having great days and then did not pick uh, with the platoon advantage, because apparently we don't believe. I I would think about Matt Moore. I mean, the strikeouts always lure me in in terms of having a ceiling. But no one. Yeah. We've got to change to the slate. We we can no longer pick on Tim Lincecum. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We hate this. This happens mid-show. And this is what happens when we record a day early. Um... Now Nick Tropiano is back, our boy. Um, Please disregard. Actually, no, oh. I think the pick should probably be about the same. Yeah, we like Nick Tropiano, um, but and he's right-handed still, thank goodness. Um, but he does struggle with lefties from time to time. That is a thing he has. So do you still want Brad Miller? I like Evan Longoria less now. Yes. Uh, but but I would still consider Brad Miller and R.C. and Dickerson. Um, all right, so would you consider Nick Tropiano getting the race, though? Righty against Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay is awfully left-handed. Uh, I See, I, I'm not I'm not worried about them against righties. They can hit lefties, but I, I'm i totally fine with them, actually. Uh, the outfield's a mess. They're so banged up. I would consider Tropiano now that he's on the... Uh, now that he's an option. I think that uh, that matchup is not bad for him. Okay. Uh, and the Matt Moore thing is all just hoping he would get some strikeouts, but he could definitely have a pretty uh, pretty low floor. Things can go badly there. Uh, what do you like uh, pitching-wise? Who sticks after you in these in these games that we're selecting, at least? I, I think if you're win-hunting, I like Rick Porcell and CC Sabathia. Yeah? Uh, yeah? You've come around on CC finally a little bit? No, I just I don't think the White Sox are very good. <laughs> no, I know the White Sox aren't very good. Uh, I like it more because I like... Uh, more because I like CC than I hate the White Sox. But uh, however you want to spin it, I, I like Sabathia, actually, for sure. And the park's not great, but he usually pitches in Yankee Stadium anyway. So The, the White Sox have won, like, 13 and 14 games in the last two months. <sighs> They've been cold. I'll give you that. Yes. Cold. Yes, cold is the, the nice uh, word I'm going to use for it. Okay. Also, I, I kind of like Carlos Martinez. I mean, I know we rattled off a couple of lefties that he might have trouble with, but... Mm-hmm. I'm not really that scared off by the Pirates. Nope. Uh, I wrote that, too. I think Carlos Martinez is going to be fine. Not a huge ceiling, but can certainly be fine. And that offense is real nice and can help him out. Agreed. Uh, next up, Kyle Hendricks versus the Reds. I, you know, Hendricks doesn't really have much of a platoon split, so yeah, there's not much to be afraid of there. I feel like it's one of the safest picks of the day. I, I like that a lot. And if you're, you know, if you're win hunting, the, the phrase we use a lot, the Cubs are going to score a bunch of runs against the Reds. Uh, I think Kyle Hendricks could, could be in line for a win and, and good points. It's one of my... You might have to pay for it at this point. Might have driven his price up, but that's one of my favorite options. Okay. And you could kind of talk me into Tyler Anderson. 
Okay. Uh, what do you like about Tyler Anderson? Okay, he's he's made four starts at the major league level. He's mm-hmm. gone at least five and two thirds in all of them. Yeah, it's been good. He only has five walks over that stretch with twenty four strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, ERA two six six. Yeah. Three of those four came in course. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't walk very many. He hasn't given up very many home runs. Yeah. He's given up one homer. That was against the Blue Jays. Shocker. Yeah. You know, I mean, he hasn't faced the, the greatest of competition in the Padres, Marlins, and D-backs, but you know, what are you going to do? Hey, so last time out at home against the Blue Jays, you think he'd get murdered? Quality start. Six yeah. innings, uh, three runs, only two were earned. Two walks, six strikeouts. If you went with him, you know, that day, you would have been pretty happy that oh. he got out of that with that. He also got took the loss, so... yeah. Yeah, that did happen, but the way he pitched went pretty okay. And then what, gets the Giants who are super left-handed too? Is that also part of it? Yeah, absolutely. If he can avoid uh, Trevor Brown slash Buster Posey, could and be Matt okay. And Matt Williamson, yes. Yeah, uh, I don't mind that at all. Um, that, that's actually a, a pretty decent option. I didn't have it written down, but uh, upon closer look, I think that is totally an option. Uh, next up, I'm okay with Jared Eikhoff. Don't love it. I mean, it's the Braves, so I... I... Guess we should feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I that's that's it for me. Is he's he's settled into being all right, but I will take him against the Braves absolutely. Actually, that, that I, I guess you talk me into Matt Harvey, but I, I think it's going to be expensive, and I don't think the ceiling is quite as high as you think it is. Yeah, he at least gets a strikeout still, you know, and that's for me a big draw points wise. Um, but it's it's by no means a lock. Definitely an option. Definitely has the skills to be you know pretty good. But by no means a lock. Has a, has a bad outing in him too. Um, what about Tom Kohler? No way. No, too many lefties in the in the Mets lineup. Honestly. Yeah, uh, I I would think about it because the Mets are banged up. But that that split is worrisome. That might be about it for me too. I I like Eikhoff. I like Hendricks. Um, I would still consider Harvey. It just depends on how the price fits for you. And then now with Tropiano in there, I would consider Tropiano. I don't know. CC Sabathia turns out is a better pick than you would think, huh? At least on this day. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, Ricky Nolasco getting the A's. No way. The A's are banged up, but not that banged up. The problem is, he's gonna. You know, he's gonna. He's gonna give up tons, tons of base runners. You know, because he always does. Yeah, that's true. You're wind hunting there, but I don't think you would be absolutely nuts at all. Uh, usually, like, oh, Nolasco, but the A's just aren't that good. So, I think if you want to go somewhere cheap with Ricky Nolasco and hope that the Twins get a win against uh, Sean Manaya, uh, I can see it. I don't love it, but I can see it. Um, all right, Matt, and then, uh, real quick, we gotta pick some, uh, guys for our streaming contest. Guys that are less than 50% owned. There's a lot of options on this day. There's a lot of good ones, uh, outside of, of, uh, the 10 games we talked about. Nick Tropiano, Junior Guerra gets the Nationals. I don't hate that at all. Um, Matt Moore, Sabathia is eligible. Um, Nalaska is eligible. Eikhoff, 40%, 47% is eligible. Uh, your boy, Brock Stewart, and, uh, Richard. <laughs> And Archie Bradley gets the Padres. So, um, who are you thinking there in terms of streaming? I'm thinking Tyler Anderson. Okay. I, I didn't mention him, but he's totally all eligible. Uh, I like that. But near your stats where your mouth is in terms of picking him. I might take Sabathia, I think. Man, there's a lot. I like Bradley at home against the Padres quite a bit. Um, they've been a little better lately. But I think I'm going to go with Sabathia. Get, get in the White Sox. On 4th of July, I'm picking against your White Sox. I don't... I don't understand why 4th of July, you can pick against the White Sox any day. Okay. All right. No, no special occasion uh, in, in this case. Uh, how does your dog feel about it? Is your dog okay with me picking against the White Sox? 
Dog is good with it. She, she can't stand the White Sox. She does. She sounds like it. <laughs> Actually, that's not my dog. No. That's, oh, really? That's a neighbor dog. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to make a joke about your dog. Oh, no, that, that's that's another fun part of condo life is the neighbor's dog. Apparently. Oh, don't get me started on the neighbors, man. I won't. I won't get you started on the neighbors. All right. This is what happened. <laughs> I'm glad that your neighbor's dog has made their first official appearance on the Phil the Streams podcast. It's good. Glad they can make it on. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for 4th of July? All right. The, the, the wife is indicating that I, I should mention our crappy neighbors. Okay. I'm fine with it. I am actually fine with it. No, they... I don't know what this guy does for a living, but he has, like, parties on, like, random nights. Like, it'll it'll be, like, you know, like a, a, you know, a random Wednesday, and there'll be, like, six people over at his house until 4 a.m. And you're like, what do you... That is weird. Yeah. And honestly, I'm I'm at the old man stage in my life where I will call the police if if for, you know for a noise complaint. Sure. So yeah, there was they had another they had like a random party on Friday that we actually wound up calling the police three times. Three times they just would not keep it down. Would not stop. Just did not get through the skull. Yikes! That's obnoxious for sure. It, it's uh, yeah, we, the first call was made at like twelve thirty, and it, it, the music was just out of hand. It was ridiculous. It was yeah. It was you're like, like you're was, like having a party is okay, but come on, you live in a condo. I mean, I hate to be that guy. You know the 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 you know the, the jerk bag that walks around enforcing the random condo rules. Right. But it's a pretty you know it's a, I hate to say it, it's a pretty quiet area. So you know to have you know there if it was like you know eight houses doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know that would it would kind of blend in, but the fact that it's one, it makes it even louder. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the first call, was, yeah, twelve thirty, one thirty, and finally two thirty. Uh, they sent over like a a guy, and he like he's like, all right, you guys got to break this up. That's funny and annoying. Yeah, you've no idea. So I I believe it. That's a that's a bad neighbor. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't do anything. You know. Too much for Fourth of July, especially well, on a weeknight. He gets people over to barbecue, but then at night, like they all like were quiet. It was weird. I was, I'm like, maybe it got through the thick skulls. Who knows? I, I want to know what this guy does for a living. That's or, yeah. I, I, I think the fact. I want to know what his party guests do for a living because service industry is my first guess with a weird schedule like that. I, but he, but he owns a condo. Really good bartender. I guess. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I guarantee yeah. there was at least one bartender in attendance. I will guarantee that. Just... <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's not too bad for Fourth of July, especially since you're working day of and the uh, yeah. next day. But, yeah, yeah. Um, we will. Uh, yeah, I'll probably this podcast should come out a little bit early because we got all these day games. So podcast should be coming out uh, in time for Fourth of July. We hope you all have a fun Fourth of July. Have a safe Fourth of July. Don't know. I don't want to read about you know podcast listener X blowing up their hand, and and that's what would the headline would be specifically. Yes, is this person known for listening to this DFS podcast? We are, we are in fact that popular. No, don't blow yourself up or anybody up. Don't don't drive when you shouldn't drive. Just be safe and have fun. Uh, and barbecue some things. Yeah, have some food. Yeah, uh, right. Should be good. Should be good. Um, Matt and I will be back on Tuesday. Uh, so Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. We hope you have an awesome holiday, uh, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Enjoy your 4th of July. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.